welcome to the Litho Podcast. We're here to entertain, inform, but we'll talk about Digimon. I'm Mark, I run with the well and produce Digimon on Blu-ray. I'm DevQ, and I occasionally stare at Wikimon and have regrets. I can see, I can imagine that nowadays the way Dev admins on Wikimon is, she sits there with a drink, looks at Wikimon, and then pulls up a different window while taking a sip. Yeah, and also it's like, how the fuck am I going to format the chapters for Seekers? Especially since... Well, we'll get into that when we talk about Seekers. How has the last few weeks been for you, Dev? I have been horrendously sick, and it is a miracle that, of signs and medication that I am able to mostly speak at the moment. Ah, uh, yeah. I think you can hear my voice is a bit off also. I'm in about that mental-physical state. Uh, so first up, I guess we should talk about the obvious is last Sunday, I messaged Dev and I'm like, I think we need to push back talking about the movie. And Dev goes, oh no, what happened? I go, they're going to run through Seekers to the end. She's like, oh, okay. Cause, uh, and then there, there's, let, let's go, happened. let's go, let's go ahead and start with Seekers. There's a bunch to talk about here. So first up, 4-8 was Saturday as always. Um, the turn reveal, I don't think it's not only not surprising, I think all three of us back when AR was on the show called it in like chapter segment one. Yeah, that and the little trailer, the video trailer for, uh, Sons of Chaos kind of cemented that. Yeah, lots of heavy exposition for 4-8. It's weird, Seekers is best when it basically goes... I'm going to stop the story and just have the characters talk about themselves and their feelings. Although, yeah. I, ha- although I have to say, 4-8, I was feeling a good bunch of it until I saw the line, and let me... He code-cracked their story, their lives, and I just went, that's a painful line someone wanted to get in there. Uh, it was very awkward. Uh, 4-9... At this point, it just... It's yeah, just a blur. Just yeah, they kind of like, blur because oh, there's a lot of stuff that happens between them. So 4-9 kind of continues that info dump, but it, this is where like I feel like I missed something, where it goes, he was mad all along. And it feels a bit odd because it feels like going with the science ma- it feels like the angle with science made him mad he had to control the world. Is how it came across to me. It just um, came off as... It, it it feels like in the flashback it feels like we needed some more moments in the flashback chapter of Ryu Senji acting kind of strange or off because they kind of play you, you kind of need the guy to act questionable a bit more I think and it felt yeah, like because before it was just like oh okay he just happens to know everyone and is handing out docs like candy yeah we, we need it to be like have one doc look slightly evil or the doc goes wrong and it's not clear why. It feels like they never really set him up being evil. We just all went, this is definitely where the story's going for no, because that's just what stories like this do. And there was no actual framing well enough of him going evil. And weirdly, he does not give a shit about his daughter in any fashion, which is it feels really weird. Like it feels like you need some explanation of that outside of just, yeah, that fell out of left field because, like, before it was just like, oh, okay, well, doing this is kind of dangerous. I don't like my I, daughter I, doing it. I, I admit, and this is where I may have just missed something. Am I wrong? Or do they clarify that she is, in fact, still alive? It's just the footage is fake. I got. I admit, it felt it was like, oh, she's dead for a while. And then it's just like, and, oh, and, no. And then it's like, no, she's like, not. She's not actually. Yeah, it's like she's not actually dead. It's just the footage was fake. And I. Don't know if there's a translation issue there or if I just missed something. Cause that was very she, confusing. She, she, as well. it, they did say she's still alive. It's just all the video footage of her has been faked for some reason, even though she's in a coma and can't do anything. Like, is it yeah, just it's like, like, oh, like yes, is she did go to the American facility and is in a coma, but like, is it just that I, she looks sicker and he needed? to look to Kosuke like she'd be okay as long as he got her back? I don't even fucking know at this point. It was just... Yeah, I I admit I got lost on if I was just missing something. Um, 
one of the high points for me, honestly, was 4-10, which is the Tyrannomon popping up after not popping up for a while. That worked really well for me. I was hoping they would. It worked really well for me. The one thing that did Because they kind of foreshadowed it a little bit is that... Kosuke kind of like p- pulled out like the random two mega Digimon from the dock that yes. he just happened to have with him. Yeah. It's like, oh, AJ yeah. still has the dinos in the dock. Yeah, good to see them. The thing I didn't like about 4 10, though, it was very talky, but a lot of the stuff was just there to reinforce character bits that they only gave us in 4 9, like about Ryosenji being evil. So it was kind of like this weird thing where. They're telling us a lot, but everything they're telling us is to reinforce something we just learned. Bad, bad guy yeah, got a bad guy. Um, four dash eleven. Kind, of, kind of feels like well, it feels like they were kind of going for like the analog man kind of. Uh, See, I, I I don't know. I don't know how literal that was, or if it was more a case of because we know so little of him as the antagonist. If it's just really easy to connect to that guy who most people don't know much about anyways, and just having there be a laughing guy trying to take over just fits so well, that it's just... just some old guy who discovered yeah. Digimon. Uh, 4-11, more int- the professor's more interesting here, but it's also weirdly... Almost all the evil professor stuff came across as unfulfilling to me just because... It felt forced and artificial. Yes, in the sense that because he only shows up right for the final battle, and it, like, did they telegraph he was evil? Not really. We all kind of just went, I don't see what else the story's gonna do with this guy. So we kind of just went with that from the beginning as what we expected. But there's no deeper... Like it doesn't even it doesn't seem to mesh with what they even explained were his goals from the beginning. At some point, he just went, "Well, I have a lab coat. I need to be evil. I have glasses. Uh, I don't care about people." Yeah, um, I will say the reintroducing of Leon and Pulsemon worked with some interesting twist, which they didn't really deal with. The thing that I don't know if it worked was, I don't know if Death X Evolution for at the end of 4-11 matters, because it feels like they're just going, this is the end, we have to pile it on now. Yep. It's like, oh, the Source Digimon, also, here's this Death X bond, we're just gonna yeah, and throw then, some years on this. And, and then for 4-12, we get a lot of character exposition. The ending, as much as people complained about it, I had no issue with it for a key reason. This is the weird it's kind... A web novel? Not just that the um, that the idea is that the growth of the characters and figuring themselves out of what they want and it ends as the final battle begins is not that wild of a thing in various Japanese media. Like, um, did you ever watch IGPX? No. Cartu- like, Cartu- I think I've seen like an episode or two a long time ago, but it's to the point where it's so just like I don't f- fucking remember. The final two episodes are the last two races of the race season. Those were not going to be part of the show. Cartoon Network made them make those episodes. It was go- literally going to end as the same thing here, where like the good guy and the bad guy face off after the good guys figured himself out, and it ends with them both rushing at each other with swords. So that is yeah, a like that, that, that would be unfulfilling. That is a common ending. The idea is that you don't actually have to see the battle. You just need to know that the hero has figured themselves out. Now, the issue here is, is right when it was published, they went, and there's an epilogue. It's like, no, if you're going to do that ending, you actually have to do that ending. Like, And the problem is, is there's because it's the world-ending stuff, it doesn't really fit the... That ending works better when it's a more personal thing. And this is like, he's trying to take over the world. He has a giant zombie monster. Uh, that, so the epilogue kind of sucks that out. Yeah, it's um, like, I understand this is acceptable, I, but also I hate it. I will say, the thing that worked least for me is uh, Takumi Kazuchi. I thought I had thought and hoped they were going to do something interesting with it, but instead it's just, we can't use Alphamon or Yuken, so here's not Alphamon or Yuken. I was kind of against hope, hoping for Alphamon or Yuken 
and no, I was hoping I was hoping for that or for them to be some unique need to have another a you know like maybe he rides him like a wolf and they both have swords or something cool like that. Instead, it's just they can't use Alpha Mon because of where the plot they've decided to take it. So they've just made this is not Alpha Mon. It's like they could have banded together with the power of friendship, friendship and love and hope. Um, I, but yeah, it's weird. We have a month until an epilogue, which it, I'm curious to see if it's fully an epilogue or if it's also, and they, or if it starts with like, oh, Death X falls and the professor pounds his fist that they don't understand. And also I'm wondering why wait, why rush all the chapters back to back and then have a gap for the epilogue if they had just left it as like I, one every week I think it would have just lined it because anyway. i think the idea is, is to make the ending more exciting by running them in a row and then you can have some space before an epilogue which i think does work it's just a matter of if the epilogue ends up fulfilling or not if the epilogue if, if the epilogue ends up fulfilling to what seekers has been then i think it works if it doesn't then we just go well that was a month-long wait oh well um yeah yeah so that will be march 10th so a month ago, and then Dreamers pops up with another great chapter. This one, it's a lot of people went, "Is that it for Dreamers?" Because it really feels like it's the end. Thankfully, it isn't. Yeah, th- we did. We know there's definitely more. We know there's going to be a volume two release of chapters. So we'll see what pops up. Uh, it's interesting because I'm very excited to see whatever extras are in the volume two release. Yeah, because um, Tenny Abuna always makes sure his books have good stuff. So, I th- see, the funny thing is, is we always seem disinclined to talk about Dreamers a lot because we kind of want people to go and read it. But yeah, this one was just... But also more about Seekers that we can bitch about. I think there's more about Seekers to talk about because of the content. Dreamers, since it's more gag and visual battle-based, you don't want to talk and go, and then he punched him in the chest and he flew down. Like, the art's great. And we get to see some interesting appearances, which I don't want to say who it is. I, I love just seeing that, and I really want to see where stuff goes. And nice to see Pulsemon being Pulsemon again, and them hinting that Ritsu has more to do. I'm looking forward to that. It was a good chapter. Dreamers has been a delight. It's our saving grace. Yeah. And then we have movie news. It's been a while since movie news, huh? So, shout... Final while. About three months. I think that's about how... I feel like it's been that long. Yeah. Well, part of the issue is we really weren't expecting to see the movie that quick. So, like, in our heads, it's like, it feels like we should only just be seeing it now, maybe. And instead, it's been a quarter of a year since we actually saw it. So, Shout has announced they have Digimon Adventure to the beginning. They have home video and digital cell rights. They'll release it later this year. They've given no details about that. Minus that, you know, they will be using the dub that was in theaters. Um, and that's basically all we have. They'll have stuff to say in the next few months and so forth. And then a couple days after that, we got details for the Japanese release. Which are weird because we got early ones that are unfinished. And we know they're unfinished because no DVD details, despite them saying there'd be DVDs. So we have Blu-rays on May 29th, uh, 5.1 audio. Both ver- both Blu-ray versions will have a trailer collection and a clean version of the opening. I really am looking forward to the clean opening. That was such a good intro. Um, the regular version will be about about $60 slipcover. It will have a leaflet with some type of art info. The deluxe version, though, good stuff for about an extra 30 So we get the... They call it a three-sided box because three sides has art. It's uh, like a old-style five-side chipboard box. The arts from oh, Se- okay. the arts from Seiji Tachikawa, who's the animation director and car- animation designer for this and K- Kizuna. Um, we get a booklet of some sort with illustration from Tomisa Taguchi. I love every time we see his illustrations. That weird sort of goofy SD design. There will also be another booklet with all of his... Remember how in the lead-up they were showing the storyboard sketches from him? 
Yeah, I getting, love the angry. They're going to include. Bond. They're going to include the storyboards for the entire opening, in its own booklet. Good luck scanning all that. Eh. Then it will also include a CD that includes the three download ones that were done when it was in theaters, plus something new, which is not saying what it is yet. So three and a half months. We can probably expect that means that the non-Japanese disc will start coming out June, July, August, so hopefully not too long of a wait. Um, mm. I'm, st- I'm still slightly crossing my fingers that there'll be a 4K disc. I, I would like one with HDR and better compression. Look, I don't see why they wouldn't, but... Mm. But, see, that's the thing, is some companies, they will do the Blu-rays, and then they'll do a 4K a year later, depending on what they're doing. So, it's one of those where I don't know, but, like, that they have not announced the... that there's not DVD data yet makes me kind of go, oh, I can still hope, because the stuff they've said there is not completely there yet. So I can hope. Uh, Then... We have key art for Digimon Con. First of all, I love that key art. It is great. Lugumon's um, my favorite. I think my favorite is probably Gabumon because he's so happy to be there. Also, the number of people I went trying to figure out why Gabumon's on this art, all I I just kept looking. I'm going, did you guys look up a tiny bit? It's like it's a- adventure? Yeah, exactly. Anniversary? So this will be March. 10th in Japan, so for me it's going to be 7pm for you, I think that's 9pm? 10? I think it's 10. Okay, 10. It's 10. Okay. So... Let's see if I'm alive. uh, Yeah, so guests for it will be uh, Chika Sakamoto, Akuman, Mayumi, Yamaguchi, Gabumon, and Natori Shigematsu, Piyomon. No no real further details for now, minus, you know, them clarifying that 25th anniversary of the anime. So we're about a month away from that. And that could also be why they held back the epilogue, was to start that day off with a little Digimon story stuff. Eh, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. So. I wonder if they'll bring the Gabumon suit back. I'm trying to think of the last time we saw that. It Was it around when 2020 launched? Because mm-hmm. they had the Gabumon suit at a few. When- they had it in a few Kizuna events, didn't they? I think it was around the time the uh, there was an Agumon suit running around with like a football or soccer outfit or something. Okay, yeah, that was partway through 2020. But yeah. Um, now, remember, uh, this is something we've brought up. If you're making the huge list of what you want them to announce at Digimon Con, uh, you may as well rip that up and because that's not what it is. Think of it more as calm brand celebration, not... Nintendo Direct announcement, announcement, announcement. If you're lucky, you might get two small announcements and something interesting. We're not, re- we don't really expect announcement o palooza from this. Yeah, it's not Digifest. It'd be nice, but it, the last two years have been roughly the same. I would not expect it any different this time. Yep. And then the February Digigift wallpaper with Tomoki and Chakmon, Snowman. I love. It's adorable. Also, this is the first time where almost everything in the wallpaper is at proper resolution. There's only one thing that isn't this time, and it's almost easy enough to overlook. For some reason, the the, the O2 movie logo portion is low resolution. Scroll, 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 scroll. Because it's block format, though, it's almost easy to miss it. But, like, the calendars actually look nice this time. Yeah, little. Yeah, when I zoom in, it's like, oh, it is a little fuzzy. I love the Tomoki art, though. It, little Chakmon Snowman so good. I'm so happy with that. And then this popped up just earlier today. So, And Gallery is a like um, brand cafe chain. As they put up a silhouette of Tai and Agumon, and they'll have more to say on February 19th. Their stuff is basically cafe... Maybe an art gallery and video stuff, maybe music stuff. So basically, kind of like the old Anion Cafe, Anion Station Cafe that we got for Digimon stuff. So we will have to bring AR back for yes. terrible drinks. Yes. Oh, no. See, remember, actual cafe, so terrible drinks and food. Could we see the return of the blue curry? Oh, God, why? Why? Yeah, so next week we will know what's going on here. And then, this is one of the ones that was weird. So, 
uh, mobile game Dragon Poker put up a silhouette of Tai Nagumon that they'd be announcing a collaboration with an anime for for evolution in a few days. So first, when I went and looked, when they put the teaser up, I went and looked so I could learn. I'm like, okay, this is not poker. They're just calling it that because it's like a card-based battling game. Okay. Th- then when they put up the stuff, I look at the footage, and I'm like, actually, there is like a mild poker thing if you like really pay attention. The way someone put to me is, is it's poker from someone who had it explained to them. <laughs> um, now we're we're never gonna play the game realistically. The art is oh, fantastic. No. It is gorgeous. I just want like massive wallpapers of this. Like every piece is great. Then like even like the the Paimon, if you look at his head, it, it's like looks like perfect anime plus style artwork. Although I admit for Apocalamon, I would like something a bit more a face close up to Apocalamon and not the um, Dungeons and Dragons dice. Um, there, uh, yeah. there will be character voices you can buy to narrate the game for you, which is Agumon, Gabumon, and Tailmon. But yeah, some of the clips, it very clearly is like kind of based on poker, but I just, the art's so gorgeous. Kind of like unexpectedly nice for well, the one, kind of game that it is. Well, one thing that helps is there is no attempt to emulate anime at all. So there is no kind of weird where we go, it kind of looks anime, but doesn't really look like Digimon. Here, since it's just unique art, it's just really easy to enjoy it. I just had flashbacks to the one uh, racing game with the Sora and Tai Chi skins, and he looked no, absolutely you, horrifying. You know what I just saw and started laughing? Do you remember that thing episode of The Simpsons where... Bart and Lisa, like one was spinning their arms and one was kicking. It's like, I'm just going to walk forward. And if you happen to not get out of the way, it's your own fault. Look at, Ta- look at Takaru's walk here. It looks like he's kicking. Now it's actually making me think of like Pac-Man. Yeah, but yeah, I the visuals for this are nice. I'm curious to see if we end up getting any more visuals. And then, are you ready for Cardo Pelusidev? Uh, so so we get Chohakaimon. I like the martial arts pose in the pig suit. She's trying her best. Yeah. Uh, Sanzomon. We get the martial arts genericness on this one, to be honest. It's nice detailing, yeah. but there's nothing much here. Uh, Shakamon. We, we know where the detail went. Yes, we do. Shakamon's interesting because with Shakamon, you kind of don't want detail. You want, like, that exact pose. Like the enlightenment idea. So it looks nice, but that unfortunately that means Shockman doesn't get anything exciting. Yokomon gets really nice art though. Oh, uh, it's adorable. Do you see the Nyokimon, the one that's underwater that you can't see? Yes, little uh then get, and then Piomon with Pyokomon and Nyokimon riding it. That look how excited that Nyokimon is on the back. <laughs> that is so goddamn cute. Then we get Final Excalibur. It is weird to see Diminimon just, like, hang around now. It's like, oh, you used to only be in, like, V-Tamer in one card, but now you're just here. Yeah. Uh, then, we, then we get Pandemonium Lost, Barbamon doing his grab evil energy and blast people with it. Oh, I like the sky in the background. It's pretty. Bar- Barbamon needs a snack, I think. Uh, Ultimate Chaos Mon. So... I, I learned something new from this card. I learned that a lot of people didn't realize that the remnants of Chaosmon's body is part of Ultimate Chaosmon. People thought it was just floating ice with the arms I found out. That without, that prior to this close-up, because the art has it so small for the profile art, people thought it was just the eyes and the arms. Oh, okay. They didn't realize that you had the like uh, like crystal corpse of Chaosmon in the middle. Because, like, it's not Chaos Mon. Like, there aren't coherent legs or any. It, it's, like, so, it's like a crystal corpse or something. I don't know what to call it. Like, you get what I mean, though, right? It's like it's, a little chess piece. Yeah. Yeah, I learned a lot of people didn't realize that because the art has never shut off well. Uh, so, the weird thing about Boogeymon in this art, does it look like it's supposed to be in a Tim Burton film? Yes. Okay, good. I didn't imagine that. I was sitting there like, this looks weird. And Felismon is just happy to get a card 
after he got punched in the head in manga. And Pico Devimon showing up a lot in these. I just like the little Digimon they have in the background. Just having a good time. Uh, then for Duramon, I understand why they went with the red to me. It makes the card looks much more interesting until you actually look and realize these are just rocks that he's reflecting. It's not like red like blood or anything like that. It's just rocks being blasted at him. Looks like he's shooting blood at rocks like a lizard. Yes. And Raiji Ludamon is also... Bo- I like So, it's weird. This art feels very transformery for Raiji Ludamon. It's a little close up for me, though. Delta doesn't help that. Like, a lot of it is covered by the text. And lightning. And then... Very busy. Can we all appreciate Chakomon helping a Kokomon up and down very tiny steps? Most people don't know, this is the origin of Trubamon virus, is one of these falls down and smacks their face. Uh, then we get, I would not believe them. Then we get Tribon, which, it's interesting, I just like the martial arts pose, to be honest. It's just neat. And uh, so, Neo Devimon feels like it was a high point for a lot of people, because the art looks so nice. Ooh, I didn't even look at that. Somehow I missed seeing that one earlier. Yeah, it really it it's weird because there's been so many cute art in the set that it feels like a lot of people skip this one for some reason. And then Dun Devimon looks great. You really do feel the uh, spawn venom in this one. And there's Pico Devimon again. Yeah, he's showing up a lot of these. Although I actually like how in this one the um the big backhands are more smoky. A lot of times when we've seen him with those, they're more part of his body. And I think yeah, they're so like bit- more ethereal. Yeah, they're a bit more they're a bit creepier this way, I think. Because like you almost don't recognize them as being part of him to some degree. So I think that's kinda neat. Uh let's see who is next. Cause it's uh Durandamon. Uh, Th- this one very Gundam boxy. So for me, this one it just feels cluttery. Like it's very detailed art, but There's a lot of effects and a lot of yeah. debris and that kind of happens with Brewell Udramon, to be honest. Like, you can tell he's kind of using one of his attacks, but also... Well, he's not a very coherent body character anyways, to be honest. So it feels like pulling back from him a bit helps. And this one's very close up. And then, it's the Digimon who does not exist, Ragnalordmon. I really like this art, to be honest. Although it does feel like that a lot of people think that's meant to be an insult against him when I say he doesn't exist, because I've said it before. No, that's part of his profile. There is no Ragnalordmon. That it's a Digimon that does not exist. Which is why I think he's kind of cool. Where they're imagining the Digimon who will use them someday. And they literally come up with their Alphamon, Omegamon, Dukemon original character do not steal. He's blue. None of them are blue. He's an original character. Don't steal him. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Then we get the Divine Legend Arms, which shows them making him. And then after that, we get combined into the Ultimate Digimon. I love this card because there was an earlier version of it which was fused into the Ultimate Digimon, which was Omegamon. That card was based on a card from the original card game, and this is just taking that theme, changing the name slightly to be for Ultimate Chaosmon. What's well, fun? That's so creepy looking. Yeah, especially when you like look at notice the eyes at the side where they're kind of um, put, so you can kind of see the mouths around them. It just works really well. And then, here's where, like, when they start popping up the Tamers cards, I kind of, like, forgot what set I was in. Where it's like, oh, it, like, it is a holy set, but it feels kind of weird for Takaru and Hikari just to pop up here. They're just being kids. Yeah. And then after them, we got, we got a Shiyu-chan. Does it feel like Terrymon's about to get hurt from looking at this card? She's about to grab him and squeeze <laughs> Maybe that's where we get Chirumon Vice from. And then, this is, I think, one of the high points, the Lusamon card. Absolutely. We get the heavy detail, and we get the echo of fall-down mode behind him in the energy. Yes, but also, I feel so sorry for the poor bastard that ha- that drew every single goddamn feather. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That is a lot of detailing on the feathers. Like, you can see multiple detailing bits per feather. Damn. Yep. And then uh, the fall down mode parallel card. I I don't want to put it because it's like it's flat art that isn't flat because then they go through and add texture and everything. 
Uh, it has kind of like a woodcut feel to yeah, it. Yeah, but like it's a weird thing where like you want to say it's flat color, but it's not. Because you do get gradients and detailing. It's just neat. Then after that, then we get True Bamon Ace Virtue with a parallel card holding all the Terrabon and Lapmon. I, I love the, the, this one's so cute. This really feels like something that should be like a play mat or something, though, doesn't it? It also feels very gelatinous. Like everything, like the, yeah. the way that the layers of shading and highlighting are, it just feels like. I want to touch it. It feels like it would be goopy. Okay, so for this next one, for Leviamon the parallel card, if you look at it and you don't look closely, does it feel like it's just like a weird dog head and nothing else? Because <laughs> like you definitely do see his it's what body. I have to wake up to in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great card. Uh, the Dominamon parallel card looks amazing, and it, it, it appears to be a reference to that V Tamer battle with Omegamon at the end. Because you can see Omegamon in the back. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I had to zoom in because I didn't notice him now, the first I time. Believe, I believe that chapter image had Regulusmon in it. Wait, no, not. What was his name? I forgot now. Was it Regulusmon? The Leomon. Yeah, I think it was Regulusmon. Yeah, it's I, either Regulusmon or Regulusmon. Yeah, my, my, only... yeah, I said Regulusmon and my brain went, no, that's the ghost game. That's the asshole dragon. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so. Just take off an ass. Yeah. So we need we need Leomon to evolve so they can do this card up properly. But I the art here is so good. It's so neat to have him just showing up in stuff like since they added him to the V to the um reference book. No 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 not reference book, the uh the the Vital Brace at BE. Since they announced that, he popped oh, up in the yeah. re- reference book, cards. He's just showing up and stuff. And it's like, it's weird because he's always been around, but he hasn't gotten stuff. But like, he would show up in yes, social yes, art. One of those one that barely exists. Yeah. Uh, Demon gets great pill art. Do you notice what he's doing in it? This is great. And uh, a bunch of people noticed. He's ripping off the cloak. Okay, I see it there. It's just like, what does he have in his hand? Yeah, he's ripping off the cloak and the beads and everything. That is a great little detail. Like, oh, time to and throw then, in. So this, the Seraphimon's one is one I feel bad about because it's an amazing card. It also feels but like it's, it's completely, there. yeah, it is completely normal in a set where the parallel cards are crazy. Uh, it feels like we've gotten this card like five times already. Yeah. Belfamon Rage Modes look nice, but also for if it did not have the art style, I think we'd be saying the same with this Belfamon Rage Mode card as we did Seraphimon. It feels like a Belfamon Rage Mode card. Yeah. Belfamon Rage like it Mode. Like Belfamon Rage Mode is angry and doing a rushing slash. It looks great, but that is also like the stereotype for that character. Uh, then we get Advent of the Seven Great Demon Lords. Uh, the three Archangels de- Descend and Tamer card Mirai. The art on... So let's talk about the Demon Lord and Angel card first. Demon Lord... I fucking want that Demon Lord card it, so badly. It's really fucking good. Like, the anime comic style art to it. The, also, they put the best girl up front. The Angel card... I, so there's two things about it. One, the pose is very much the... Oh, this is the thousandth Angel's Descending card we've gotten. The art makes it look neat because the shading is very different than what we get normally. I think, like yeah, the it's a lot co- more dynamic, the color textures, and Mirai gets some very nice anime style art. Uh, I I will say it does her face really well. That sort of weird, you can't tell if she's smiling or about to smack someone. She's smiling because she's about to smack someone. That works. And then we're also getting previews for limited card set 2024. So we start off with Shivamon Ace and Green Scramble. Shivamon's interesting because it feels like you don't want to see him doing anything other than that pose. It's very neon as well. Yeah. And Green Scramble, we get Terramon, Wormon, and Angoramon. Two of them are doing something. The other one is upside down. Uh, Terramon's leg looks like a chicken drumstick. Yes, it does. (laughs) Uh, Bonds of Courage Ace. I love the art. It is very high-energy action pose. It's very nice. It's also very much what we expect for the character. Like, if we saw a little Tai Chi on his shoulder, would we be shocked from this pose? Nope. And with Red Scramble, we get a few anime heroes rushing forward. 
Although, am I wrong, or does Gamamon seem weirdly happy compared to the other two? He's just delighted to be there. Uh, Gabumon bonds a friendship. We get a bit more of an action-y pose than Agumon. Why didn't they just give us the motorcycle? I feel like the motorcycle... You know what it is? It feels like the motorcycle should be the one we get in Secret Crisis, where it's all the movie stuff. Like, that should be one where, like... And it bonus points if you have an Agumon bonds of courage. And you have to use them in tandem, as if he's riding the motorcycle. That'd be neat. And then, I agree. and then for Blue Scramble, this is a combination of characters. Vimon, Gabumon, and Jellymon. That is a great combination. Uh, then Cyberdramon Ace. It, it's inter- Cyberdramon falls into the vein of this is very standard, nice art for him, but it's also what we want to see him doing, which is slashing. And weirdly. Uh, also, it really feels like the. Damn it. Uh, the packaging that was on the old uh, D Reel figure of him. Uh, I was going to say it felt like a Gundam or Kamen Rider box, honestly. Like the the knees, the knee pose, sort of, where it's kind of like a hero pose. Yeah, but the background really looks like, reminded me of the uh, the box. It's it's around here somewhere. I will have to uh, excavate you know, it. I want to see this card in person, because does it feel like the red in the background? Does that feel like something that should be foil on the card? The re- like the wings? Yeah, like the red wings. Like, look at how they're colored. Does that feel like that'd be great as foil? Actually, I was thinking the uh, the blue with the claws, because it's kind of like a glittery effect to I it. Think, I think we can agree that they should absolutely do that to both the wings and the claws. Just also emboss the entire body. Yeah. And then, for Black Scramble, Dorumon, Karamon, yeah. and Esuon, this is the weird, this is like the weird combination we get the t- we get the TV special hero, the movie villain, and Espimon is there too. <laughs> Espimon is there. Espimon look he kind of looks cool though, don't you think? Cool and or stupid based on how you want to take it. He looks very I, I stupid. Like I like it though. Uh, then this this will bring this will warm your heart, Dev. So did you yeah. see did you see the card game fest playmat being sold to Premium Bandai? Wow, that's kind of generic. No, do you want to know why this will make you happy? Why? They put this up right like the day after the event ended, as people were starting to try to scalp theirs on eBay for over a hundred dollars. Oh, that's hilarious! They put it. Now I am actually delighted. It it is on there for thirty dollars, literally like the instant. Like if I look for card game card fest play mat twenty three dash twenty four. Digimon. What will pop up? $110.85.75.90.100.100. Is there any difference? Like, do they say, like, no, winner on it no. or something? No, th- it was a souvenir play method you could get there. It's just they're selling them online also now. I think the, I think the idea was just you would be able to get it early, because this is not going to ship until... What is this ship? August. August, which is fine. Here's the thing. If you want the play mat... $30, let's say you're buying nothing else that makes it, what, with shipping? 40 I think? Yeah, because I think it's like $10 yeah, flat. Yeah, so $40, and you wait a few months, do other stuff, don't worry about it. Or, spend 100 on eBay, worry that the person's not going to ship it well, worry that it's been crushed, worry that it's been used. O- order it from Premium Bandai, and, and you can use that extra money to relax and have ice creams while you wait. But yeah, literally, this was like the day. This was like the day after the event. They put this up, and I just went, "Oh, I can't wait to tell Dev about this. She's going to love it." Ah, uh, yeah. the shot in Freud. Yeah. And May thirty first will be booster set EX07, which will be Digimon Liberator themed. Yay! We've- it's time for shoe. Shoe and shoe shoe. Shoe. So we will see what pop. True. Yeah. So. That this set comes out the end of May gives us a good gauge of when we should expect Liberator, which is basically anywhere between now and May 31st, <laughs> and also Shoe. Shoe. Uh, so then, uh, Hamer Battle events in March are going to change the way the prizes work. So Battle Pack 21 will be there's normal, but these are all new cards. They are not parallel cards. So Dremojimon, Gatsumon X, Vamdemon X, and Reload Plug-in Q. 
First off, can we say how great the Gatsumon and Vamdemon cards are? The Vamdemon card is just absolutely yeah. fucking fabulous. Now, this time, the winner or the lotto gets the winner's pack, which is the same cards, all of which winner tagged, and they've gotten rid of that winner background that they've been using since Tamer Battle Pack 1. We're just like the color Yay, dots. because that kind of sucked. Then Tamer Battle EX. For the giveaways, love the Battle Pack. The Liberator pack, which they gave away the English version of at the event a week or so ago. And the winner gets Belfamon Sleep Mode, which is based on, I think, see, I like saying his first card, but I think this was his only card in the original card game. Because I think he only had one. I don't remember. Like, yeah. one, like only two maximum. Yeah, I think this was his only one. And I may, this may have been one of those ones that was from after the card game ended. And then they would do the promo ones, adding in new characters. Because I'm not sure he existed when that card game was running. I, I may be mixed up. Because the problem is, I kind of associate him with the Savers era. No, no, it was there beforehand. Okay, so then it was a normal card then. Um, they also did a preview of that, showing it next. So the weird thing, and a lot of people don't realize this, um, there are generally two sizes for card games. There's the, for lack of a better term, Japan standard and US standard. Um, the new card game, no matter where you are, it uses the US size cards, which is why when they do previews of cards that existed in the old card game, the new card always looks bigger, because they actually are. Huh. Yeah, so that's why anytime we see these previews, the new card is always looks weirdly larger. But yeah, so... little fun fact. What is that card? Uh, BO1S. So it actually is a special card. What was BO1S from? I want to see. BO1S is from uh, Hyper Coliseum promo. That's not helpful. Uh, uh, oh, a tournament promo from 2004. So that's right around when the card game ended, I think. Like, I think there was a year left or so. Yeah, I think it ended around like 2005. Like, right before six. Savers. Yeah, it was like right as Savers. Then Savers had the, uh, the card the app. Card, card game alpha. Yeah, with like the arcade uh, machine tie-in. Yeah. That is not. That is. I will say, since we have, since we do not get stacks of these like we did for EXO One, it's nice seeing them again. The profile art cards, and then for card battle, uh, Hideyoshi showed up, and they point out he looks nothing like he did like a year ago when he left. They actually put up side by side images of him with when he was on the show. And it's like, wow, in a year, I'm pretty sure his hair parts in a different place because he grows it differently. And they literally put up text on the screen that said, who? My facial recognition is so bad that I would not have been able to tell. It really does look like someone else. And then we have poll results. So this is part one of Favorite Digimon Add to the Reference Book in 2023. Uh, Fenrir Lugamon wins with 16%. Surprise. You know, it's interesting. It's a little bit of a surprise. It's not super wild, though, especially with the, nothing really dominating this time. I figured it'd be switched with Lugamon, honestly. Well, see, that's the thing. There's so many of the Lugamon family here, because you have Fenrir Lugamon, you have Lugamon, you have uh, Hell Lugamon, Soul Lugamon, Bowmon, and Fusamon, and Lugamon. So you have one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven. There are seven of him. I think he adds up to like 40% just his family. Uh, I'm trying to decide is there anyone that I'm. Am I wrong? Or does Cargomon have a much better showing here than the last time they appeared in one of these? He does. Yeah. It, if because it, last time it was like near the bottom. It's like, no, why yeah. would you do our boy dirty? It, it feels like um, Regulusmon got harmed here by Proximamon being there. Okay, but Proxima Mon was really fucking cool. He was, but he didn't show up in anything. And all of his cards had he the art and weird angles. I mean, like, here's the thing. I would not have expected Red Regulus Mon to have been shoved down so low that Quantumon almost passed it. <laughs> yeah, I expected, like, top four for yeah. Regulus Mon. Just going by other polls. Yeah. Regulus Mon really got harmed by Proximon and Arcturus Mon, to be honest. 
Yeah. yeah, so we'll see what part two is, and I and if they do a combined one, or if when they give us the part two results, they just give us both at the same time. And then, so first up, uh, photos from Card Game Fest, a few more of those, and a few from um, the Ayumi Miyazaki concert they did there. It looks like they put on a really nice event, which is nice because it's more fun to see the fun events than like when they did that one online tournament like three years ago that we mocked endlessly. The one where like they were blurring the mats and like the and, the and then it ceased to exist. Like all evidence of it was just like wiped from existence. Yes, I, I much prefer talking about being like, oh, this is a neat little thing. Like the the big screen behind him with the anime footage. It just looks good. Um, Miyaz- a pretty big crowd too. So it looks like everyone. Has Ayumi fun. Miyazaki was also at uh, AEX Santiago. Showed some photos. He said the Chilean fans were very enthusiastic. Very, very nice crowd. Do you see the giant Agumon in the back of that photo, by the way? The oh thir- my god, I see it. The third photo, there's just a giant... I can't tell if it's like a... It's just a giant fucking Agumon, and it's great. I love that someone made that. Um, then, Andabirth showed off their Digimon corner. That I love the, this little... this Just having a little shop corner like that works really well, I think. It's really cute, and also I like the way it's set up is very satisfying. Well, I would like photos of the other side, because if you look in the thing, you can see the reverse of the plushies is more Digimon stuff. You can see Takuya and Koji on the, the products on that stand. Ah. So it is like a literal corner thing. So I would like to see that, not just the, the easy-to-take photo with the adventure logo. And then... The uh, Pote Pote R figures. These are amazing. I really like these. They're fucking adorable. Also, I kind of want to eat them. It does kind of have the feeling of like that they're made from um. What's that almond candy? Uh, marzipan. I yes. think. Yes. Yes. It feel. It looks like they're made of marzipan, doesn't it? Yes. Especially ones like the the Tailmon, the Agumon, the Gabumon. The Hikari. They have like a weird candy look to them. Exactly. It looks like they'd be on a cake and then you just kind of like pick it off and run off and just shove it in your mouth when no one else is looking. Yeah. Uh, So the price of these are uh, $8. And here's what I like. They mention their blind box, but they give you the ratio. Okay. Do you know what the ratio is for each figure? One to eight. There's no chase. There's no chase figure. and There's no secret. So you have an even chance of getting any of them. I wonder if, like, you can guarantee the whole thing if you just buy a box. I don't know if they do. That That's bad for me, because I would probably just buy one. I, and I'm certainly not checking a toy store that does imports right now to see if they have them. Uh, they do not. This is going to be one of those things where if they do have it, I get a box, you're going to be like, I want these ones. <laughs> yeah. Okay, which is your favorite and which is your least favorite of these eight? Because I, I, I love these th- stupid little things. Okay, the, the Tailmon absolutely is my favorite. So I've changed my mind on the favorite. I think the ones that are, I skew towards are the ones that don't look quite right to the anime. So like Gabubon, look at his head. It looks like a little mutant. It almost looks like how you would imagine a Muppet Gabumon to look. Oh my god. Like, doesn't that look like, like, you can imagine the head opening? Yeah, it's just unhinged. Yeah, I, I like the ones where it's like Gabumon, Tailmon, Hikari, Nagumon, where they look slightly off. My I don't l- like the Patamon one. Just like the uh, transition so- between the colors it just looks off. I think I, the Patamon is close to least for me because I think it looks a bit too pill-shaped sitting up like that. And also, Matt, Yamato clearly does not want to be there. Like, look how happy everyone want to be anywhere. Look how happy everyone is. And Yamato's like, they made me into an SD figure. I didn't ask for this. Like, I have become a marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, these all look nice, though. Uh, then we get February art. This is supposed to be that watermelon game, isn't it? I, I think they're parodying. I don't. I don't know how that... I, I've seen footage of people playing it for like 10 seconds. I think that's what it's supposed to be. It's, uh, su- suika, which is Japanese for watermelon, if I remember. Huh. You, you you hit like... You like throw fruits into a thing, and if they hit like fruits, they become bigger 
more deluxe fruits, I think. So I think the idea here is, is he's throwing in the stuff to make it bigger to make Omega Mons. Look, as long as Piccolo Mon's happy, I'm happy. Also, that Agu- that Agumon in the corner looks oddly happy to be there. He's about to get smashed. Uh, Ramon in the chat asks why Omega Mons has... As far as I know in the game, you're throwing in like tiny fruits. And if you hit the right type of fruit, they combine into a bigger fruit. So you're trying to make bigger fruits to get points. So the idea is that in the context of it being Digimon, Omega Mon would be the best you can get. That is a big ass head, though. I have to admit. Uh, and then, so Mallow, who does all the Seekers art, put up really big versions of the last two Seekers key arts. Uh, amazing level of detail on these. Significantly better than what they put on the site. Like, there's some really good lightning crackles on the last one. Just really nice. Yeah, trying to zoom in on the uh, ones on Digimon Web was just. Like, I want to see it bigger. Oh, no, there's uh, the amount of detail on these is really good. I'm just solid. Uh, And then we got some countdown images to Chinese New Year's. So a lot from the Chinese version of the Digimon card game and also from the plush uh, TDCX who makes some of the plushies. I love that Patamon plushie and that Gabumon plushie looks goofy. It's kind of... He looks unfortunate. <laughs> Adamon looks good, though. Um, Very soft and squishy. And then Ayumi Miyazaki posted a few more pictures from AEX Santiago and also showed that he was going to be at um, uh, MEFCC, which the Middle East Film and Comic Con, which is a couple days ago. He was hmm. posting, I think he posted some more photos, so we'll see that next time. Uh, Toei Museum was posting photos basically going. The weather's bad. We're still open, but be careful. Make sure you're dressing warm. Some areas in the um, entrance are cordoned off for safety, and you can see Savers Agumon all alone. And on the keep out sign, if you look, there's a thing of if you look at the keep out sign, there's Pero small uh, falling and smacking his head. Oh my god, that's great! I didn't even notice that. I just had to zoom in. Yeah, that's great though. Um, Keep out, you will fucking die. And then, uh, Naoki Akimini posted not only the full version, let's do Mimi first, not only the full version of Mimi, but the process ones, and they do such amazing coloring and graphic work. Everything here is utterly fucking gorgeous. Yeah, so we're not going to talk about these a long time just because they're gorgeous, but like showing the process is neat, the lighting work on the crests and shit, and then here's Sora. So, like, please teach me your secrets. So, Sora's is neat because in color, I did not realize that the roses were on fire from the sketch. Me either. I thought it was just, like... Like, fancy, like, like stylized. As like, oh no, it's fire, that's neat. I yeah. thought they were just, like, disintegrating, but no, it's like, oh, it's on fire. And it's like, man, it, it really does feel like they're gonna do all eight. So we'll see. There's only two left in theory. Please do more after this. We love and you. And then we really do love their art. It's time for questions. You guys in chat can throw yours in. Someone said you guys have talked about the wave of Digimon Adventure stuff to expect this year. When do you think it will start? It's We're at the point now where they're announcing stuff. They're just not like it's started. It's just not gas yet. Like we already have like more game collaborations, the and cafe thing. Cafe and here's functionally when it here's when it's full, here's when it's fully going to start. Less than a month when the anniversary hits. Like they're already like priming the pump now. So it's functionally started. You just don't know it yet. We're gonna be destroyed. I know. They'll never find our bodies. They'll just hear our voices going, that drink looks fucking terrible. Who would just throw a flower in a cup of coffee? From underneath a pile of Patamon plushies that all that are very slightly different. Yes. And then, so, someone said they saw me talking about it on social media, why does Shin Ultraman have so many discs in North America? Okay, I did mention this, let me explain. Dev will find amusement in this. So, Shin Ultraman was licensed in the US by a company called Cleopatra. When I say this next sentence, Dev, either audibly or non-audibly, is going to go, oh no. Uh, Cleopatra, mostly does horror and concert films. They aren't 
they don't generally do a lot of subtitled material. So that people get the disc, and I believe it was a caption track, not subtitles. The dub and Japanese audio was lossy, not lossless. There's all kinds of issues. And Cleopatra went, no, we're going to make this right. We'll do a replacement. They do the replacement, and it's not good either. So Cleopatra went, no, we're going to make this right. We're going to do a replacement. Uh, now, here's make the thing. Again. Well, no, here's, where, here's the thing. Uh, they didn't necessarily tell people properly after the time, too. So you either just didn't get your replacement for an extra period of time while they tried to get a proper translation done, and then you just ended up with the third disc, or if you got the second disc, they'd be like, well, no, we already replaced your disc. We don't need to replace it again. It's like, you do understand that if the second one isn't good enough and you're doing a third one to replace the second one, if someone got the second one, you need to replace that, if that's what you're going to do. The third one, uh, I got that one after getting a replacement, I haven't watched it, but from what I can tell, minus the menus being kind of confusing, it seems to be mostly okay. It's not great, but whatever. Uh, the Canadian distributor figured all this out from Cleopatra having issues and did their own disc, rather than using the Cleopatra disc. I don't blame them. Yeah, so I got that So I got that disc, and I'm like, oh, it has nice color, uh, nice cover, original art. I look at it, it's fine. There's some weird shit, nothing like bad, but like some confusing stuff. Like, let me pull up what I said about it, and Dev, you can be confused with me. Okay, I'm so, always confused. Okay, so it has, uh, not including commentaries or whatever, it has three audio tracks. So you have 5.1 Japanese, lossless. That makes sense for a movie, correct? Okay. Then an English dub, 5.1, lossless, that makes sense. Now, a lot of okay. a lot of movies will have a 2.0 track made for home use because it might sound nicer to have a 2.0 track if possible. So there's a 2.0 Japanese track, which is lossy, not lossless, which that's fine. Here's the odd part. I pull up the audio and I start looking through like the data just to see like the bit rate good. I'm like, why is this identifying as a Dolby surround track? So I'm going to explain something that some of you might not know about Dolby. Uh... Dev, you're very familiar with Dol Dolby Digital as, like, DVD audio and such, right? Mostly. Okay, so Dolby Digital, the, the standard Dolby Digital most people are familiar with would be stereo or 5.1. What, yeah. most, what most people don't know is there was a format called Dolby Surround. Now, you would think that's just 5.1. It wasn't. Dolby Surround was two channels. You might go, that doesn't make any sense. It's two two channels, but uh, and I'm going to explain it's very basic. Not there's like a blanking area in the audio that tells a receiver that understands Dolby Surround that past this point, this is actually a different audio channel if you support more than two channels of audio. So the two channel can actually unfold into a four channel surround sound audio. Huh. Now, so here's what's weird. That used to be common, but I, maybe I just don't pay attention to, like, DVD audio. Like, because, you know, I'm used to just getting, like, 5.1 Blu-ray audio. You basically get, like, the high-class yeah. sexy Yeah, thing. I'm not used to getting... I, I don't know if these tracks are common anymore. I look at them like, does, any, uh, does anyone, like, get DVDs and this is still a common type of track to get? Because it feels weird to show up in a movie in 2024, especially a movie where that had 5.1 audio. So uh, it just was very, it, like, it's not bad that it does that. It's just weird. Confusing. Yes, it's that. That's the perfect word. It's confusing because it's not something you I expect to see that, oh, okay, they included 2.0 home video audio. That's great. Why does this have the marker saying that it can unfold into four channel stereo? I mean, the disc seems nice. Uh, the, you know, still some other audios, but nothing bad. It's just odd. Interesting might be the right word. I would have wished they had packaged it a bit better because the slipcover got a bit banged up. And the slipcover has, like, gorgeous drawn artwork that I don't remember seeing elsewhere. Oh, shame. Yeah. Then someone wants to know, what? It, I, I think this is for you because there's no way in hell this question is for me. Mm. What is the most deluxe Digimon costume you could make? See, that is a... 
very interesting question and th- because th- that that is why I assume this was a question meant specifically for you that just didn't have your name on it because I don't know why someone would ask me that because mine would be I could put on a, a like a vest and be Joe that's it you actually do costumes yes well the thing is like theoretically I could make something completely insane with like wings and okay so what you're saying is is basically you could I make go back to insane ba- ba- and make it a full ass fucking dragon okay so basically but you, i'm sleepy so basically you could make any digimon with budget and time basically yes pretty is there, much is there any digimon you could th- this is not part of the question this is me asking because i'm curious is there any digimon you think you could not make if someone commissioned it and gave you proper time and budget like is there anywhere if someone said how much would it cost and you just went no i'm not no it's not happening something with a lot of tailoring like actual dress work tailoring how about just a giant ukumon with a muppet mouth I could do that. I absolutely could fucking do that. No, that's why I went with it, because that's just the most ludicrous one to me. Sadly, I would not be good at making, let's say, Lilithmon, because I cannot sew a dress to save my fucking life. Uh, okay. I can make giant creatures, but... Okay, so, co- clothing. so costumes, yes, clothing, no. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any you just wouldn't want to do because of the level of detail, or is it more the case of, hey, if they're going to pay for it, whatever... Pretty much, yeah. It's like, okay. hey, if, if this is covering my bills and okay. I get to play with lots of materials. This next yes. qu- this next question I kind of hate because my throat's hurting right now. We're it's, all dying. It's been cold. Had any good hot drinks lately? I've been ha- downing lots of tea and coffee. Same. Same. Like, it's a season where just, like, it just makes you feel better. Like, I could feel my throat right now. Like, straining to talk. Also, I've been doing, like, the salt rinse gargles pretty much non-stop. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. Good, last chance yeah. for questions in chat. Someone wants to know, what do you think is the best way to enjoy Digi- Digimon Con if you want to watch it live? I have exact, I have just a couple recommendations. One, don't, I mean, like we said before, don't go in just assuming, here's your list of demands. It's not going to happen. Think of it as a calm fan event to watch for a few hours. Do not think of it as they're going to announce everything I've ever dreamed of. And also, like, keep an eye on the announced uh, schedule because there's some stuff. And it's like, oh, I don't want to sit here and watch yeah. like a TCG gameplay for like an hour and a half. Oh, get it? Go so. get a meal during that time. Yeah. Basically, sit there, be calm, have a drink, and just be aware what you're watching if you're going to watch it live. Like, there's a reason why, like, if it's late, if a lot of if these are late at night, a lot of people don't stay up for them because they know it's not going to be announced Palooza. So, if you're on the East Coast and you know you go, like going to bed early, ten to whatever time they go to, it may not be worth your time to watch live. Like, I'm not sure I expect Dev to show up for an event that starts at 10 p.m. Like, what if it's three hours? It goes to one. That may be reasonable. If it goes five hours. Dev, I don't think you'd stay up till 3 a.m. for it, would you? Not specifically for that. Usually, especially depending on the day of the week, because like sometimes I have to get up at like ass in the morning well, to be clear. To, go to work. To be clear, this is Saturday. Yeah, I have work on Sunday morning. Yeah. So. Yeah, Dev will wake up Sunday morning, see if anything was announced, and go. Nothing was announced. Oh, manga contest again. The end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Dev. Pick a Wikimon article for the people to read. If I want to be really, really sad, look at the Digimon Seekers article, because, you know, there's pretty much nothing there, because we're trying to figure out how the fuck to format all these chapters. Yeah, I guess, would you make articles by segment or by chapter? It feels like by chapter, I think. Because, like, there's no point, aside from, like, the artwork, there's no point in doing it by segment, because... And you guys have, the, and you guys have, the, and you guys have the gallery set up, so you could have more than one piece of art anyways. Yeah, it's just like, okay, here's all the clip, here's all the art that showed up in yeah. this one chapter. Yeah, so, I can be found at With the Wills Always, we will be back in a couple of weeks, hopefully with the actual time to watch the movie this time. Huzzah.
To be fair, we didn't expect there to be a half dozen Seekers chapters this time. Yeah, if it was just like two, then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's weird because for all we know, Liberator will be running by next time. We literally don't know. So we'll see. Oh, we will find out. Yeah, so we will catch you guys all later. Thank you for showing up. Bye. Bye.